What's going on everybody? It's Ricker and Bond. Make sure you head over to RickerandBond.com, Ricker and Bond on YouTube and Ricker and Bond on Instagram where everything Ricker and Bond happens, Bond. Yep. It, and also, we hope you have a great day and stay safe out there. And enjoy the podcast because you know, we love you. Enjoy. Bye. Suck it, Marissa. Yeah, Marissa. You dirty, dirty. I don't know. It's a dog, Marissa. Marissa's a dog. Who's Marissa? I don't know. I just I wanted to say something at the beginning that was emphatic, and Marissa took the brunt of it. I suppose she didn't deserve it. Didn't deserve it. Uh, It's really uncalled for, but it's what happened, and it's you know. It's always etched into the history of the internet now. So, Marissa, I'm sorry. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell, yeah hell yeah. Marissa, hey, Marissa. Hey, I didn't mean what I said about, like, the whole thing. If you want to just respond to the text message, stop leaving me on red. That would be great. Um, you know, I should have told you I was married. It slipped my mind. It's on me. Uh, it's on me. 100% responsible. But sometimes yeah, it happens sometimes well, you know it's just the uh it's just you, you you flow into the marriage for so long you forget you're in it and uh yeah. next thing you know you're dating three other women that are half the age of your wife and the same age of your daughter dude if you want to hop into instagram oh dude you're already on there dude. that's what happens Sick, when dude. you don't fuck your husband for three years marissa i mean three years is a pretty long time marissa it's a long time or Maybe like, like, do you not like him anymore? Twice every year, at least you got to do something to like just make sure you know you're there, you're at, he's there, you know. But a little anal or something, I don't know. What's going on, anal. everybody? <laughs> that's that's the interesting. Anal. <laughs> anal keeps marriages together, by the way. You know, anytime I look into like, there's a there's a if there's a site that has analytics, you got to type in anal first and. That's kind of fun. You're like, I'm, I'm looking up some numbers, but I have an anal to do up. it. No, it's usually yeah, it's the true. analytics for me that pop up. I'm not sure what goes on your end. I have to type in the whole word analytics to get to <laughs> Just <analytics>. really fast. That's <laughs> what all I have to say. So we'll look Why can't I hop in this Instagram? What the fuck? I don't know. Do you want me to request you to get live on at Ricker and Bond on Instagram? And at yeah. Ricker and Bond, it does say you're unable to join. It might be kind of my phone's poor connection to the internet. I'm not sure. 
if that's on me or not. And if it is on me, then I should uh, just do nothing probably. Because like, what am I going to go in the ocean and try to find a better cable for my internet? No. No. Try one thing. The lighting in there is impeccable. I just opened up Zoom for the first time. Solid lighting in there. Thanks. You know, it's that, that Airbnb lighting. Who who? What's the the name of the people that own it? I don't know. It was Airbnb it was not that great. You don't know if it's some lady named Mary. I don't even know if it's a man or a lady. You don't know if it's uh That's pretty weird, dude. I think I saw I didn't a post handle for the uh, reservations, the transactions, the cash yeah. to house relationship. Just like came here. Did you pay for it with Dogecoin? No. No. How did I pay for this? I don't know. I'll figure that out in a month. <laughs> what do you... Like, have you not given anybody money? Not yet. I see. Well, you know, don't bring it up yourself. If someone asks you, then, you know. It's going to be a nasty bill at the end. Oh, that's everything's, interesting. <laughs> everything's very expensive. It's hard to live. <laughs> Tried to buy groceries. Groceries sucked. <laughs> but I mean, just, just so relaxing, though, right? It's almost relaxing. <laughs> it's like, cool. The ocean like, hey, like a hundred degrees. Okay. Okay. Solid. I mean, hey, there's a plus right there. You can walk out like a mile into the ocean, and you're still standing on the ground. Like, okay. I mean, that's a new experience. Water. New experience. I like it's it. Really, it's really solid. So you just like walk into the water, like no issues. Any uh, refugees in the ocean? Uh, not a lot of Caribbean people. This uh, is Miami. A lot of Spanish speakers. Miami. Miami. A lot of people from uh, those islands down south. What are they? I don't know what they are. It's like the, the is that where Jamaica's are? Republic and all that stuff. Haiti's it, down there. Um, so like all these black people have accents. That's cool. Yeah, I kind of want to go visit. Haiti? The Dominican Republic is made up of what Black countries? It is. is the Dominican Republic the country? That's the country, yeah. It's a country located on the island of Hispaniola in the greater Antilles in the Caribbean region. Occupies eastern five-eighths of the island, which it shares with Haiti, making Hispaniola one of the only two Caribbean islands along with St. Martin. Uh, Cuba's down there. Dude, if you want to try uh, to hop into this Instagram again, that'd be dope, dude. You're making me look like I'm a little douche nozzle in here. Um, so uh, I kind of forget I'm that, really like, trying. like I have Jamaica's not in that area, or is it? Uh, it looks like it is. I think of like Caribbean yeah, stuff, but like in my head, I don't really like pinpoint it. It's like to the right of America. Right and down. Just so warm. It's hot as heck. It's just literally hot. It's like a suit. It's interesting. Yeah. Funny like, how the water shit. works, dude. And you go to fucking Santa Monica, it's just ice. Pacific. What's the what's the one over there? Atlantic? Atlantic, yeah. It it's actually might equator, not be. The equator it's is like making so. it hot. Yeah? Because what? when you're in Hawaii. You're still in the Pacific Ocean, but it's warm. Because it's lower to the middle. Yeah. <laughs> you look. Fuck, why does our beach suck, dude? 
I can't even enjoy it because it's so cold. I mean, I kind of just look at it. Especially because, like, over here, it's kind of like poopy water. I don't know if there's poopy water over there. But there's definitely, like, just feces over here. Water in general probably going to be a kind of a thing for the this generation that doesn't die right away. Cats that were graduating in, like, 2014 from high school, if you still make it to, like, your 90s, you're going to be like, yo, dude, uh, where's this good water? Because all the other water is, like, gone. going to have a little water wars, apparently. A water wars. Right. I got some of that poop water in my ear, and it's stuck in there. Oh, man, that's I haven't had water stuck in my ear for a while. It's I used hard. to be in a high school pool sometimes. My high school had a pool, and we'd pool it up from time to time. Even, like, middle school, too. I think it was middle school, rather. And uh, one time I got a nosebleed, and uh, my guy Armando was like, Hey, man, your nose is bleeding. No, I was like, got you, Armando. Thank you for the uh, notification. And uh, I just hopped on out of there and uh, just plugged in my nose like a little tampon, you know? Armando. I was thinking about Armando the other day. He always wore long sleeve shirts when it was very hot. I was like, Armando, what's up with that? he's doing well. I do hope he's doing well. Are you going to go to a a 10-year high school reunion? No. You're not, dude? Don't really. Everybody I care to associate with (laughs) high school, I already do. I kind of want to. I really don't care for. I want to see what jobs people have, and then like pick their brains on whatever they're doing. I'm gonna be like, on LinkedIn. <laughs> everybody just working at Macy's. I, I've like in yeah. multiple times in my head, I was like, all right, dude, who knows about bond yields here? And if someone says yes, I'd be like, all right, dude, let's have a beer or something. I don't even drink. Everyone's that just gonna flex and pretend to be more important than they are. <laughs> I, there's, there's, I've had a, a scene in my head where I, I get up with the microphone and I ask everybody's jobs. They're raising their hands, they're saying I do this and I do that. And uh, like, hey man, you know we're more than our jobs. <laughs> what do you ask if we have families still? Uh, there's a couple people that died too. I chat them out at the end. Be like, shout out to the dead people. And uh, then everybody gets solemn. Be like, dude, this guy just say shout out to the dead people. You got to be a little more cordial than that probably damn shout out to the deads <laughs> the deads Tonight I gotta da, da, da. have you yeah, seen that the theme song what the weekend's posts yeah bro new era alert dude this kid and his team have been on just a dope character driven run via music unlike any other in my generation you should read his gq article it's pretty good is it about characters and like chapters yeah but uh you know isn't his tour the after hours tour he's nah, talking about retiring the after hours character no nah, so is he just gonna combine tours or what's up like come what's on up dude. With that? every year i have a feeling have this album's gonna be short a chapter i hope it is dude my dear melancholy is probably his best work holy shit he just looks so cool like how do you look that cool I like this one the most. He's got a, a chef, uh, a, little, a little beard. He looks a little heavier. I like it. I like looks it. Fat, huh? You can yeah. say fat. <laughs> yeah. I like it. it looks like he's well. He's just like, you know, I'm fat now. I'm I'm thinking of things to do, and uh, we're like, gonna damn. do it. Been working on my vocal cords. I should probably work on my body. <laughs> JK. I also uh, there's like two things I comment on on my on uh on Instagram and every time I see an able post, I'm just like, Hey man, I just, 
obviously me and him are tight, so I'm like, yo, hit me up when you can. I, I reached out. Uh, if you could, uh, you know, call me back, that'd be great. And then I say dash John, just so he knows it's me. Damn. The dawn is here. Cool enough to be friends with him? I am, yeah. Look at that code. You talking about this new one? That. Yeah. Our first ever global issue? You've never had a global issue of GQ? Is GQ just American? I guess so. Is GQ a music thing? What's going on here? It's not a music thing. Nah, it's fashion. You look at it, dude. Gentleman's quarterly? He's uh, some kind of, it's a sharper beard line, I think. Yeah, he had to get the fresh cut. You gotta look good for GQ. It's but it's been different look. before, because like, even in this one, I don't know. I'm just talking about a man's beard, but you know, it's the weekend. I think so. so. The, the other images man. are just like album promotion, but the one you just had up was like a GQ photo shoot, which looked a little different. Mm. It looked sharper in those because you know you're being styled GQ. GQ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of wearing a thing. fucking eight hundred dollar jacket. It's a, uh, I mean, cool, I guess. You don't even know That's what color it is, dude. Could be green. It's black and white. Jesus Christ, dude. That's a sick look. Things like that. OMG. You, you, like, you like the turtleneck four-button coat? The turtleneck, <laughs> the fucking coat. Not, how, not sure how I feel about the hat, but, it, you know. It looks worn in. Can we like, find Imagine pictures? he just, like, gets on your plane. There's no way you wouldn't think, damn, that's a well-dressed guy. The weekend versus able to testify He has high heels off. I mean, he's rocking it though. Never really took him as like a fashion icon, but you know. Why he looks like he's just seven feet tall, dude. Shout out to the photographer that's down on one knee right now. Cost two thousand dollars by Saint Laurent. Turtleneck. Oh, coat is two thousand dollars, excuse me. Turtleneck is off. is one. Pants thirty five Wrangler, dude. Well, some cheap pants, bro. Just Wrangler, you know. Boots, Celine Ohm. He's really rocking those those heels, though, dude. Why is so it like your says, foot? Some guys just like, yeah, foot, <laughs> just super unnaturally to the right there, Abel. Damn, so he literally just has on my annual budget on his body. <laughs> I wonder if he gets to keep those clothes. They probably get thrown away directly after. Shout out the $13,000 necklace. Just like a the uh, is that the fucking uh, the Black Panther? <laughs> I'm looking for more pictures. Mm, don't know about that one. Don't get, know about that. Guess what? I get it. Dude, that beard is a nice beard. Fluffy. Jesus Christ. Voluminous. He reads. I like GQ. the glasses too. And look at him pretending he can read. <laughs> he look. It's it's very uh antiquated it's like 70s 80s kind of look i get it i get it dude i get you it yeah i'm kind of like i'm glad you bring that up kind of sure. like over people trying to like emulate the sounds of the 70s and 80s you mean super bruno cool. mars just came out with a new song fantastic but it's like so 70s i mean abel's doing the whole 80s synth thing i think that's that kind of the whole vibe for this album yeah, I'm interested to see how this will sound. I didn't shit. super enjoy the snippet he did. He, well, he looks like he's about to just snort a lot of cocaine in a in a motel room. Yeah, I didn't listen to it. He looks like you owe him money, and he's looking for you. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope that's the uh, the character of the album, but I don't know if it is. It might just be a GQ thing. Now you see the word bitch? No. 
This is definitely just a random motel room, though. Or not? Talks about how he likes Tyler, the creator, in this article. Oh, yeah? Who would you like to work with, Steven? I'd love to work with Arca, because we all know Arca. Big fan of Arca. Don't know who that is. A a real big attraction over there in SeaWorld. Uh, Arca the Whale. I'd love to work with Kanye again. When do you work with Kanye? One time. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about it? What'd he do a beat? Yeah, Kanye produced that. That's a pretty good beat. Especially on production. I got mad love for Tyler, comma, the creator, and what he's doing right now. Whatever, what, what is Tyler, the creator, doing right now? He has a pretty good album, in my opinion. I, I couldn't, I can't really see them working on music together, though. You do a fun like, concert. I don't think, like, his production is just so weird. I remember he came to one of my performances. I think it was like a festival performance. He was very vocal about how Starboy was his favorite song at the time. Awesome song. You can tell he's waiting for the song. I could see him. As soon as the song happened, he's like, all right, cool. Thanks. And he just peaced out. It's pretty funny. But he's somebody that I really admire because he wears his feelings on his sleeve. Way to incorporate fashion back into that GQ. Very GQ view. I like it, dude. Media training. Tyler? No, I'm saying. Well, it go up. That place looks familiar. Is that LA? Huh. Never mind. Oh. oh. Oh, oh, that is LA. I live over there, kind of. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I remember there was a there's a strip mall that has, there was a uh, video to I forget who it might have been Bruno Mars. But I was like, yeah, I got cacahuates there. It's pretty cool. What's missing in my life? Nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing I could think of. I'm not at 31 years old now. Were you able to celebrate your 30th or did the pandemic ruin that? My birthday was right before the party wasn't big. It was a little venue, super grungy, really good. It's a place on the east side, lit up floors. I was DJing with my friends. There were like 100 people. We had fun and we were slobby. <laughs> I think I hugged every single person in that building. It was a great moment. And I met Jim Carrey. <laughs> my invite must have been lost in the mail. I was there. You didn't, you didn't chop it up with Jim? Place on the east side. I thought it was in Koreatown. It's a place. Maybe. He's just talking east about a him. place. What are you talking that about? That is east for him. I, I know too much about this guy because I know he lives in Brentwood and Koreatown is east of Brentwood. So sure, I guess that's the east side. It just said a place. A place on the east side. Yes. Little floors. Sure. Do you see that right there? Me? Fourth word on the second line. Yeah. Lit up floors? Yeah. What about it? I don't know. Never mind. Oh. Okay. I'm confused, but I'll, I'll continue on. My nuts hurt. Oh, he's talking about Jim Carrey, dude. This is awesome. Jim Carrey so came to the just... party? No, we'd been texting prior to that, and then on my 30th birthday, he surprised me. He just pulled up to my crib and took me to breakfast. Jim Carrey. How did he get your address? <laughs> That's a solid follow-up question. He lived literally like two buildings down from me. He had a telescope and I had a telescope. He was like, where do you live? What floor do you live? And I was like, blah, blah, blah. And we looked at the windows on our telescopes and we could see each other. <laughs> what the, the fuck? And the, the next GQ thing says, telescope bros. That was the beginning of my 30s. It was just like, what's going on? That's funny. Imagine the legends just love you. Just Jim Carrey, dude. 
Jim Carrey. They should do a film together. Are you better at making music when you're happy or when you're sad? Oh, this is what I like, dude. I believe that when anybody is sad, they make better music. They make more emotional music, more honest music, cathartic, therapeutic music. And I've definitely been a victim of wanting to be sad for that. Because I'm very aware, I definitely put myself in a situation where it's psychologically self-harming. Because making great music is a drug. It's an addiction. You want to always have that. Fortunately, I've been through that. And I've learned that that chick ain't that bad. And I've experienced enough darkness in my life for a lifetime. Oh, sick freaking line, Abel, dude. I'm glad that he acknowledged that you make better music when you're sad. Yeah. I mean, you're more raw, I suppose. Kind of hard to be inspired when everything's going great, you know? I suppose. So, is he saying, like, okay, so, like, I kind of feel like he'll he'll be happy and then he'll just break up with a girl he loves just so he'll feel sad and he can make after hours when he can't get her back? I put myself in situations where it's psychologically self-harming because he knows that he wants a, to be sad to make cathartic therapeutic music. Damn, thanks for the sacrifice, bro. I feel lucky that I have music and that's probably why I haven't dabbled in too much therapy because I feel like music has been my therapy. You might make better music if you're in therapy, dude, maybe. Damn, imagine being the weakest therapist. <laughs> you can't just talk about anything. You have to be super ethical, bro. Um, I would be Michael super Jackson. ethical. <laughs> I wouldn't start a blog on the side. Biblicalsecrets.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't. Um, any other fun questions? How many red blazers? A lot. R.I.P. to the blazers. Um, do you think a group of people objectively and fairly considered your album long? Okay, I don't care. Grammys, blah. <laughs> uh, let's just take a little uh, a wee pause, yeah? Some last-minute questions. Oh, I'm interviewing the Wink Weekend in 15 minutes. Okay, let's take a break. Let's take a break. I'm going to cut that one short because I think that's definitely universal. Yeah, they're right there. Provided to YouTube by Universal Music. And everybody knows the deep, dark past of Universal and R&B. RickerandBond.com. RickerandBond on YouTube. RickerandBond slash Universal sucks. Might bring you to a cool landing page. You never know. If you'd like to buy my shirts for free. <laughs> What's going on, man? How's everything going? You're in Miami. For God knows what Miami. It's bleeding me dry. I need to get the fuck out when I still have another day. But and it's totally cool. worth Clubs it though. Close at five. What? But totally worth it though. It's a cool experience. I can say I've been there. Would I live here? No. What about Would I on some outskirts? Maybe. It's definitely definitely more fun if you're rich, for sure. Okay, expensive. expensive. If you need to think about the price of things, then you're not going to have a good time. That's, I could, you know, you might be able to say that for, for everything. Cali Cool Cakes, Bay Area, at work, had to pop in real quick, dude. You definitely got to pop in. What part of the Bay, dude? You up there in, uh... In uh, what's that one 
city in the bay that has it. Pittsburgh. You went Pittsburgh, dude. The end of the line of the bar or what? Pittsburgh's my shit. I just like it's called Pittsburgh, and it's also like the end of the Bart. I miss the Bart, dude. Bart's so much fun. I've been to the Bay in a minute. Oh, God. I don't Take like me the bay. back. It's too much for me. I. When I'm in LA, I'm just like, I need to get out of LA. When I leave LA, I'm like, I need to get the fuck back home. Hmm. Like, nothing, <laughs> nothing quite feels like home, like LA to me. Well, <laughs> you've kind of been growing up in LA so that makes sense yeah I'm just like I was like ah oh, this is cool but it's just <laughs> LA you know Cali Cool I need, Cakes I need is more from, fakeness Cali Cool Cakes is from Oakland and she says it is a lot is it Oakland's chill what part of Oakland dude what's up Umberto I don't have the link up Umberto but and I can't get it up, but what's going on? Umberto on Instagram, Rick and Why do you, you think it's a news? lot? I got, dude, I got a couple cool news. Unless you don't see in general is too much. That's Cali Cool Kicks. California is a lot. A lot of people, a lot of debt, and a lot of water shortage. Um, a lot of homeless, a lot of gentrification. And sometimes both it. at the same time. Well, who is this lady in the chat with my name? <laughs> Bon 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 three ninety three. Dude, my uh, one of my club penguin names was Bon John John Bon. Whoa. Umberto's working, but you got to grab the pod. You got to grab the pod. I mean, Cali knows. Umberto knows. They're both gotta at grab, work. If you're, if you're not <laughs> grabbing the pod, if if you're at work, I think Cali said she was at work. Yeah, dude, they're you both at work, sure while and they at and they got a pod, dude. Uh, but like, you know, Fiji, Fiji, the devil, dude, I don't know about that devil stuff, Fiji, but Umberto and Cali over here just potting it up because they know, they know what's up, dude. Hey, man. Tomorrow. No, fuck. I keep thinking I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm on a fucking flight. I leave at like 6.30, land nice. at 9.30. Nice. But it's a five-hour flight, so it's like weird. Umberto says, if you're not grabbing the pod, then you just work and you're right, dude. You know, you're working, giving someone else some money as they chip off like 10% for you. But if you are listening to the pod while you work, you're, you know, you're really heightening the skills that you're creating for yourself and your salary for yourself that you pay yourself, you know. You're never going to find better education than Ricker and Bond. It's fucking light behind you and it's dark over here. What the fuck? That's, That's how the world works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Different. raining and it's also like 90 degrees. Oh, dude, that... That uh, that muggy rain stuff. That Tucson rain, I kind of like it. Not even well, Tucson's like not like muggy. I mean, it's kind of muggy, but like like muggy. Like I was in like a like a Caribbean place one time, and like where the air is just thick and it's raining, and like it stops raining, and you're like, yo, I'm hot, dude. You hop out the shower and you're like, I'm already sweating. Combine Tucson with Venice Beach, and you get Miami. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much how it is. That's funny. Uh, I do have one news piece off top that I had loaded already, so I'll hop into it like a bunny. NBA Top Shot, you're well aware of it, eh? Yeah. I think it's most people's kind of like mainstream NFT thing. NBA and Dapper Labs make gifts that 
aren't gifts and they sell it to people with a non-fungible token which means you own it except you don't actually own it if it's top shot because like the nba kind of owns it but also it's like other people that are in the nba and the people don't own it but they kind of want to anyways they're gifts uh but nba top shot is selling nfts in person at summer league games so you go to this uh summer league is kind of like the people that aren't good <laughs> they're like the g league like the the rookies and the people that aren't super great so you can go to this game um and you get like a pre-sale and so something that happens in the game you sign up for and you can get it as an nft as part of buying a ticket to the game fans can pre-order the nfts from a top shot kiosk at the arena oh my zoom just stopped nba top shot you ever heard of it mm-hmm. it's uh you get a gift but it's not really a gift because it's an nft so you can own it digitally and like verifiably but it's also not owned by the nba you can go to a game get like a pre-sale for an nft you hop in line at a top shot kiosk which i wonder who makes a kiosk for top shots a little supply chain question and they'll be delivered to their respective accounts once created exclusive nba top shot moments will be sold at nba summer league games in las vegas next week damn you have to go somewhere physical to buy something virtual but it's exclusive interesting exclusive drives revenue to games that people won't go to i was like yo i might go to a freaking summer league game if i get an exclusive nft of some rookie that might be worth something later um but like drives in some sales for the nba uh probably makes a cool market for recycling of the nft itself NFT Crypto crashes, man. NFT craze isn't over yet. I mean, long term, no. There was this guy on Twitter. He was like, "Man, this is bullshit. People keep copying my NFT that I paid two fifty k for." And everybody responding in the fucking to his tweet had his NFT as their profile picture. It's so <laughs> fun. Like, yeah, that's solid sucks, Twitter dude. content. But nobody owns that one except yeah. for you. But I can take a screenshot and put it, make it my Twitter profile. I don't own it, but you can get buttered about it. Like, how do you that not know that, like, that's a thing that would happen before you drop 250K on a JPEG? I mean, it might not be a JPEG. But it also might be. It might be a 4K thing. Like, these top shots are, like, super high quality, you know? But if I take a video of it on my phone not that high quality and not that specific little piece of code that says this is that accounts so that's cool hey man are you close to yeah hey man i need some uh, what's going on with apple dude what's what's happening we, we cooling or what dude? what about it i don't know i just want to know apple stuff the, i don't really want to like bring them in here and like yeah, bring him no, in. No, <laughs> no. I don't even think he's allowed to talk about stuff. Actually, I think... He definitely shouldn't. I think you might have to take his name out since you said it. But Seriously? Might, maybe, perhaps. He's pretty, dude, he's pretty... I don't even know what I just said, dude. He's pretty uptight about that. 
Oh man. Well, I can delete that one. Delete that one. I actually didn't record that. That's annoying. Um, lame. I was recording on Ableton or no? We're at. Yes, I was. Uh, oh my god, my computer is such trash. So I got three minutes. Okay. But um. Um. Apple, any other cool things I saw? You hear about um, Biden is telling the governor of New York to step down because he's been sexually harassing some people. Is it Mr. Cuomo? Mr. Cuomo. But he denies it. Does he? Oh, yeah. He Joe, Biden. Joe Biden says Andrew Cuomo should resign as New York Govy, dude. Shout out just like getting the status quo back into politics and nobody talking about like presidencies or governments do anything anymore. They really had like a spotlight on them for like four years. And they're like, hey, 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 can we get back to what we were doing before? And they're like, nobody caring about how much money we spend on things. Um, Mr. Biden says Mr. Cuomo should resign in the wake of a state attorney general investigation concluded that he had sexually harassed multiple women in violation of state and federal law. It says deadline. Are they both deadline? How many ads? You know, deadline? Like, you think... Like, I understand it. I understand. I get it. You know, I'm, I'm, I, too, am a doctor of journalism, but... Oh, dude, that's a sick little picture. What do we got here? Do not overlook. Questions have been raised about some of my past interactions with people in the office. I spent most of my life and call at work, and colleagues are often also personal friends. I never intended to offend anyone or cause any harm. Sometimes... Ooh, maybe we should capitalize sometimes, Mr. Cuomo... I am playful and make jokes. You have seen me do it at briefing hundreds of times. Oh, a little space there, too. Am I going to copy this edit, dude? My only desire is to add some levity and banter to what is a very serious business. I now understand that my interactions may have been insensitive or too personal. And that some of my comments, given my position, made others feel in ways that I never intended. I'm sorry, and I feel deeply embarrassed about that separately. My office has heard anecdotally that some people have reached out to Ms. Bennett to express displeasure about her coming forward. <laughs> my message to anyone doing that is, do you have misjudged what matters to me in my administration and you should stop now, period. Well, I wonder what, what was people he doing? People like, hey, listen up, dude. Grabbing some ass? Um, um, probably. I mean, from that, it sounds like probably things he said that were taken as harassment that an old New Yorker would, born in the 1960s, would say. Imagine you have a company. Um, you start a company with, like, your friends. I don't know. And you guys are always just playing around. You slap some asses, you know? It's just like a boys' club. But then, like, your company's growing. You got to start hiring some women. You can't slap ass with your boys anymore, you know? It's just like, that's lame. You know, John, I really don't, I really don't slap my boys' <laughs> you ass You slap your all. boys' ass, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> You know, you don't John, wake uh, up and just slap In my company, I'm not like, hey, dude, let me snob on that dick, buddy. <laughs> say, hey, man, let me slap your ass, bro. You know, it's great really work, not a problem for it. <laughs> it's really not a problem for me when when a, a female enters the office 
and then I have to redirect what what usually me be saying to my boys, hey bro, solid dick line you got going there, and I have to you know re- really adjust myself and say, hey, you know this isn't your boys' dick you're talking about. This is some ladies. Boys, we <laughs> we no longer can play slap ass. We just hired an HR lady, and she said we can't do that. Yeah, I think there was a fucking I mean, key and peel about that. There, there's a there's a, a couple of sequences on slap ass and, and it was a baseball skit. Oh yeah, it's funny. Slapping ass. I think yeah. that that thing kind of happened to guys that made Pixar. They were fucking. At first, it was just a whole bunch of guys making movies, and they were like inappropriate. And some girls came and they saw the inappropriateness, and I'm like, that guy John Lasseter got fired eventually. Hmm. Well, you know. Don't be inappropriate if it offends people. Ooh, look at that fat slap. Ooh, here comes another one. Ooh, oh, there <laughs> we go. Look at that slap. Just like the people in this in this locker room, sir, are just uncomfortable with you slapping ass. You're dude. off in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. I think that's part of this kid. Yeah. <laughs> no, Rossi. <laughs> But he, what, what, what? And he just look good in any hair. <laughs> that little piece of acting was great. Hold on, that little, the white dude in the back with the eye. He, <laughs> no, he wasn't white dude, <laughs> but I, that was really funny. He's like, here it comes. <laughs> that guy's good, dude. That guy's good, dude. The little, the little mutter. <laughs> I think it might have been a mess up, but it played off well. <laughs> All right, dude, let me let me point out the elephant in the room here, dude. Black dudes pretending to be Dominican, even though Dominicans are black. <laughs> Called acting. Hello? Racist, dude. Not racist. Racist. Is that racist? Not racist. This guy, this guy over back, dude. This guy right here is pretending he's he's acting to be white, dude. That's racist, dude. You can clearly see he's trying to be a white man right there. You can clearly see he's trying to be young. He's too old to be playing baseball. <laughs> Unless he's the coach. I mean, there's a, there's some. Oh, he does look coachish. This is the uh, offices of Pixar. Damn, they just got like a, a Comedy Central budget. They were going already. They probably kept most of that company afloat. Uh, perhaps. One more second to slap ass here. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Jordan Teal, what a guy. Good guy, good guy. He might be a bad guy. Get Michael Key. He's in a lot of stuff too. Key. (laughs) Nice little pause there between Key and Key. Maybe I gotta shave my head so that I can be as good of an actor as them. They. I think they're just bald. (laughs) Just bald. (laughs) I don't think it's of their own volition. I do indeed think that they just shave their head because they don't have sufficient hair to uh, cover most of their. Just because they're black guys, and you just gotta. Have no, I, I do think that it might be irrelevant of you know 
uh, genealogy. There's probably a percentage of a race that has more baldness than others, dude. <laughs> Who's the the great race of bald? You know. Damn, I don't know. I don't really see that many black guys with hair. Old older guys. Maybe they just sort of like. Oh, dude, here we it. go. This is what I want to see right here. Hair loss FAQs men's health forum. Male patent baldness affected over half of men over their age of. Uh, but I specifically looked which race has more bald. Damn! Look at just this specifically. hair. It's gonna go it's away. Beautiful. It might not. Yeah. It might yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you gotta look at your mom's dad, and my mom's dad had hair. Oh, beautiful hair! Beautiful heads of hair all around, dude. Yeah, yeah, they're solid hair around. So we'll see. Oh, mom's dad though. Dad's hair, dude. Dad's grandma. Dad's dad. Oh, well, my dad's my dad's dad, was... dad had hair, but my dad doesn't. So his grandfather or something. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Here we go, dude. This is what I want. There are racial differences, however, in the incidence of male pattern baldness. The highest rates are found amongst Caucasians. Sorry, whites, you're the most bald. Followed by Afro-Caribbeans. So is that different than people of African descent? I guess that they are of African descent, but like the ones that went to Cuba or what? Afro-Caribbeans? Are those the fucking people that were taken from Africa and put in the Caribbean? Probably. Yeah, in the Cuba. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, how come they're the ones that have a ball gene and not other Africans taking other places? I you know? don't know. Maybe you there's know? something in the water. It's hot. It's hundred degrees there. Maybe in Africa, you need your hair more than the Caribbean. I, I don't know. I do tend to see a lot of pictures of bald Africans. I don't know if that's kind of a media propaganda thing. Um, I've never been to Africa. Been to Jamaica. Not Africa, though. Chinese and Japanese men have the lowest rates of baldness. So if you want to just, you know, identify as Japanese, you get less bald. So they think that's how it works. I think those guys have the lowest rates of beards, too. For some unknown reason, this form of hair loss... It... Are you kidding me, dude? How are you going to have the first spot in Google and then have a typo? This form of hair loss is, does not occur among Native Americans. Damn, this editor They do tend to have long hair. I wonder if that's a thing. For or some they, they unknown like, reason. Huh. I wonder what the reason is. Well, I know they kind of have like a, a, a spiritual thing with hair. I don't know if that's the chicken or the egg. Maybe, um, I don't know, that's passed down somehow. I guess do a diet. Perhaps. But I, I feel like natives on different places of America had different diets. Maybe it has to do with, I don't know, worshipping mother. Where did Native Americans what? stem from? It's kind of just like... Americas and like Mexico. What stems from what pre pre the like predating genealogy of Native Americans? Aren't they from um, Asia? I don't and know. They crossed over during that Pangea. Pan, that Pangea thing went on, dude. From fucking Alaska, they like went at the, the top of Asia <laughs> to Alaska, up. and then they came down. <laughs> 
just hopped over. That's how Pangea works, right? There was just like kind of a, we're just like going and going, and you have to hop over, and they're like, all right. That's why they kind of have the left side. slanted eyes, a lot of Native American tribes. Sure. I don't know. I haven't done my my face-to-face research on Native tribes recently, but I can sure Google it, dude. Native Americans, so many tribes. Native dude faces. Apparently they had the most like amount of languages in one like region like over 250 Skyler? dialects Skyler Meldrum what about him they do have kind of uh, it looked like he kind of looks like that guy damn See it? Native Americans um, just chilling peop- it does kind of Inuits or Alaskans right I don't know Native Alaskans Inuit. Is that a mean thing to say? I'm not sure. Pretty sure it's historical. Yeah. So, like, this is Antarctica or no? Greenland, Canada, Alaska. So, like, the coldness. And they do have Asian features. Maybe, like, Mongolia or something? I don't know if Mongolia has more history than... (laughs) Natives. We're all just people, dude. Yeah, but we all look different as well. Yeah, and that makes us better than you. <laughs> That's fucking I mean, crazy, dude, that we fucking, like, separate and meet genes. again, and we fight. <laughs> I was like, I don't oh, remember yeah. you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Just one day, just kind of grew apart. It's like growing apart from a high school friend. And then, like, just like, who are you, dude? What are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, I don't think I know you, that's bro. Fucking, that's interesting. Yeah. And now we're kind of kind of getting back together, kind of learning to live with each other. Mm-hmm, I wonder mm-hmm. I wonder if there will ever be a point in time where, like... Converges again? Race just doesn't matter like everyone kind of looks point, the same I, I, that is kind of what i think people are thinking that's going to happen with more uh nationalities having babies together but at one point there had to be a human race that was like pretty hom- homogenous right well yeah at one point everybody had to be like black in africa you know probably yeah so then you had one point of convergence and then now it's pretty like I don't know, this is probably the most that has ever been non This is like the first time society's been like truly global. Um, in terms of like communication? Yeah, so like you know someone looks like it's different on like yeah. different parts of the world. Whereas back then... Yeah, that, but also this is probably like the most there's ever been like differences in the human race. Probably. But that plus communication stuff. Maybe you have a, a nice little like a, a plot chart and was here. Plus we're just diagonal. having babies with each other. Just living to playing Nunavik? our DNA into the future. What is Nunavik? I wonder if there's any Nunavik. Native American oh, cool. millionaires. I mean of course there are, but like I wonder who's the richest Native American in America. I mean let's look it up. Let's richest Native American. The world. Shikopi Manigwantan. Annual revenue of one billion. The Shikopi. Oh, this is a tribe. 
but still pretty interesting. Shakopee, Minnequantan, Arthur Wealthiest Native American Tribe, going by individual personal wealth. Whoa, 84 or, grand a month? Where do they get this money? They have casinos? Each member gets 84 per month. Disclosed by a tribe going, well, that's funny, dude. <laughs> they, they know the numbers because someone had to file divorce papers. <laughs> the main sources for the income tribes are two casinos that attract tens of thousands of gamblers from across the state. The Mystic Lake Casino boasts an 18-hole golf course, 2,100-seat concert venue, 600-room hotel, five restaurants, sea theater. Huh, interesting. There's one in Minnesota. I guess they're both in Minnesota. It's a peace small tribe, dude. It's a lot of fucking oh, what's money. The, what's the average tribe size? I thought they were smaller. I thought they were like 60 people or something. IDK. This is this is from Cora saying Warren Buffett or Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos probably is the richest Native American. Do you think these people... And I, these don't people, know that context. Do you think this tribe complains about stolen land? Um, probably a little bit. Because <laughs> if, if that land wasn't stolen, they wouldn't be ranking in eighty-four grand a month. Uh, They'd have to work for probably, their. They have to work the land to live. Now they don't. Possibly, possibly. That's um, that's interesting. The tribe is so rich that no one has to work. In twenty twelve, the tribe's president, then Stanley R. Crooks, bragged that they enjoy ninety nine point two percent of voluntary unemployment. According to Daily Mail, the main sources of income are the two casinos. Is it this what you're reading before? Yes. Uh, uh, if you look at richest Native American, it just comes with the richest Indian guy. <laughs> of like the Asia? Yeah. No money is given directly to individuals or families, but must be used to provide increased access to housing for them. Low-income Native Americans get some money directly to improve their living conditions on reservations or in other tribal areas. What is it like? You need to be an eighth to get money or something? I think that's it. So, like, oh, a literal can. white guy could walk up and be like, yo, give me money. My great-grandma was Cherokee or something. It's a very uh, group economic driven mentality. Gosh. It's interesting. I'd like, yo, let's uh, keep this money between this bloodline. You guys think so? Yeah, no? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Black people should do, bro. I think a lot of black people are saying black people should do Let's that. do it. Everybody, stop giving your money. Stop selling your businesses to the whites. The richest black guy, the first black billionaire. I think his name is Richard Johnson, made BET. And he was the richest for, I think, like two or three years. And he sold it to Viacom, I think. I was like, bro, why don't you just like have that be the Viacom and then make channels under it? But, yeah. It's hard to say no to a chick sometimes, you know? Well, usually when you say knows when you got a lot of vision for it because someone already had a vision for it because they want to buy it. You never know. He could have been like burning for money and he needed it out. Parent. Founded RLJ Companies, firm of asset management firm owned by Robert Lewis Johnson. 
After selling BET in 2001, Johnson's first company, he created RLJ companies in Bethesda, Maryland. The company's network includes hotel real estate investment, private equity, financial services, asset management, insurance services, car dealerships, sports entertainment, video lottery, lottery terminal gaming. And I think it still exists. How old is this guy? It's the BET. Oh, he's 75. Damn. He just has a whole website. lot of things, dude. dude. I was on a website today that was like, it would be cool, but it was way too busy. Have you seen Warren Buffett's website? No. Look at that. It's fucking hilarious. The fucking Berkshire Hathaway website. Uh. Bring it in, baby. It has billions, baby. It's like, you think, wait, is it done loading? <laughs> Is there more? It's, it's already in purple, bro. Like this guy knows how to s save money. <laughs> Yo, this, this is funny. This is billions of dollars. Yeah. Fucking. Just, yeah, like, this is what, we did. This is what we're doing, bro. Like, like yeah, you want to know? This here. is just the info. Click it. Click it, bro. This is what we're doing. <laughs> this is what we're doing. How much we're making, how we're doing. Holy shit. You happy? Fuck off. <laughs> happy. Uh, billions pouring in, like, um... Oh man! Yeah, hacked away. Let's get it, dude. A... <laughs> dude. Let's get it. That's hilarious. Look at these freaking chicks, dude. dude. Some Berkshire activewear. Oh, dude, I'd I'd cop that, bro. You know that's a a crowd favorite on the golf course. Oh, I'd cop it, dude. You think I wouldn't cop a Berkshire Hathaway established in 1965, dude? Do you think they're like because they they have to get some of these sales? Do you think they're just like? Yeah, just let that sit there. They're selling ten dollars stuff. What if he's like eighty percent of our revenue this Ooh. quarter was selling Berkshire swag? <laughs> <laughs> dude, this is a a fly little collared shirt. Oh, dude, you could wear that to the fucking meeting. Dude, what's going on, everybody? You guys, you see it? <laughs> you see it? <laughs> yeah, you see it. Dude. Navy plaid. Dude. These women off me in my Berkshire Hathaway hoodie. Dude, these collared shirts. These are, are affordable. So this is affordable. <laughs> <laughs> these are solid bro i wonder if they're i mean berkshire hathaway is a is a fabric company isn't it fabric company no yeah that's that's what it was when he bought it it was a that's fabric company yeah dude and he turned it into a holding company it was so he had a investment firm i believe and then he was like, yo, oopsie doopsie. And he was like, yo, market's going bad, so we're going to sell everything. And you can either get your money or get stock in Berkshire Hathaway. Um, it's a holding company now, apparently. And it was a textile manufacturing company in 1839. Holy shit, that's genius. So let me get this straight. He wanted to buy it and they just gave him stock, so he just owned the whole thing. Um, I think, I'm not sure. So don't take my word for fact, but I, he had an investment company, investment firm. I think he had stocks in it and he might've bought it out. Oh, there you go. In uh, 1962, Buffett began buying stock in Berkshire Hathaway after noticing a pattern in the price direction of the stock whenever the company closed a mill. Eventually, 
Buffett acknowledged that the textile business was waning and the company's financial situation was not going to improve. In 64, Stanton made an oral tender offer to buy back Buffett's stake in the company for 11.5 per share. Buffett agreed to the deal. A few weeks later, Buffett received the tender offer in writing, but the tender offer was only 11 and 3 eighths. Buffett later admitted that this lower underkinning offer made him angry. Instead of selling at the slightly lower price, Buffett decided to buy more stock to take control of the company and fire Stanton, which he did. That's fucking savage. However, this made Buffett the majority owner of a failing textile business. That's great. Hmm. I love that. I'm going to read more into that. Yeah. So he bought a bad textile company. So he just... Buffett initially... Maintain Berkshire's core business of textiles, but by 1967, he was expanding into the insurance industry with Geico. Shout out. Berkshire first ventured into the insurance business with the purchase of National Indemnity Company. In the late 1970s, equity stake was acquired in Geico, which forms the core of its insurance operations today. Most of their stuff is just from, like, insurance and real estate low-key, I think. I don't know. 1985, the last textile operations, Hathaway's historic core or shut down. But now, dude, I can buy a freaking sick collared shirt. He said dude. it was the worst investment decision he ever made. Yeah. <laughs> but it worked out. He was acting off emotion, dude. Yeah, fuck, I'm guilty of that sometimes. But what did he do? So he made it insurance, maintained core business of textiles, but 67... Expanded into insurance and other investments. Damn, that's kind of like when I fucking rushed to make an LLC without like an actual product, and now I just have an LLC, and I'm like, okay, what do I make under this thing? Do I mean, do I have to make what the LLC is filed as? Uh, that's a solid question. Like, if you bring in revenue from Something else. Like if I decide to make it an entertainment company or something, like, would they be like, you can't write any of this off because you started as an e-commerce company? I'm sure there's a loophole, but that might be the case. Too. Fuck, I gotta look that up. If you're an expert on this dude. stuff, please come on the show. We would love to interview you. R&B Law. R&B Law.com. Fuck, all right, it's almost 30 minutes. Let's take a break. Uh, This is the end. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, okay, goodbye.